WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's January uh, 21st, 2021, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. Man, I am glad to be back. Yeah? How was it? How was Florida? It was... (sighs) Uh, I've only been to Florida once before, and it was a long time ago, and it was during the summer, and it was sucky. Okay. <laughs> I hated it. Okay. Um, but this time I went during the winter, which was nice because the weather was a little was a little nicer. Mm-hmm. It was a lot colder than I thought it was going to be. Oh, it um, was. But other than that, it, it, yeah, it was like in the, in the like sixties. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually so, pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it wasn't like like freezing, but it wasn't like hot. So it was, it was a nice, nice, nice weather. All right. Uh, but but the best thing down there was the alligator meat. I've never had alligator meat before. Okay. And it I, I, I was, was it so was a game? Yeah. No, it was it was kind of weird. It was kind of like uh, kind of like crab but chicken at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so it, oh man, it was so I that was the first because they they took us out to eat to this one uh, seafood place. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat something that I haven't eaten before. Yeah. So I look on there and I see alligator meat. And they're like, you haven't had that? And I was like, no. They're like, oh, my God. You need to order that. So I ordered it. It was like the best thing I ever eaten. Like, wow. I, I was like, man, after that, I, that's all I wanted to eat was alligator meat. If there was any, <laughs> everywhere we went, man, if we went to Taco Bell, I was going to check and see if there's alligator meat on that menu. <laughs> so so, so d- d- just an insight to our listeners, uh, Logan was going to be vegetarian, but it sounds like he's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alligator meat changed my mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's all meat for me now. I can't yeah, I stop. <laughs> I had alligator uh, meat once at a fair, and I thought it was uh-huh. good. I thought it was good, but it was, I, it was, I don't know how it was compared to yours. Uh, it was it was like it was like deep fried and battered battered with a uh, you know battered bread and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so good. Huh? It, it was it was so good. I that was like the highlight of the trip, and after that, it just I was just like I, I don't care what goes on I just, as long as I get some more alligator meat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Sounds like that was good. Well, it sounds like Florida was good. Everything you guys made it back. Um, my wife and her uh, newfound sister they they got along pretty good. They you know they liked you know it was it was like it was kind of awkward at first. Mm-hmm. But you know once they kind of kind of you know got the feel of each other and see you know what was going down and kind of it, it you know they they seemed to have a good time. They you know they were kind of reminiscing about it's good i guess there's a lot of stuff that that happened and and each of them had kind of different memories of what oh. what what had happened back then gotcha um because i mean their mom was like she was kind of crazy she was like a she was a loose cannon like the there's mom a couple was? times like she took off yeah i get she, she there's a couple times she took off to montana and and came back like five years later Wow, and or or yeah, or she and she got the reason that you know, they had to give her up for adoption was because because she was uh, had gone arrested and <laughs> for okay. like dealing drugs or something. 
Damn. So yeah. So, and so that's why they had to give her up, and it was it was just, it was a crazy life. But they were trying to piece, you know. Now that she knew she was part of the family now, and she was trying to, you know, because she only remembered something because she was so young, and and they were helping her kind of piece together who mm-hmm. people were. You know, they went through photo albums. It was really interesting to watch to see. So, so was it just you know your wife there? Was all the siblings there? It was all of them. There was <laughs> oh, okay. Cause they also had another. There, there was also another sister that they had found like five, no, maybe four years ago. Oh shit! This lady's and having kids this- all over the place. <laughs> she was a savage man she was just everywhere all right but she she had another kid but they she, she was given up for adoption like right right away oh okay. and it was and so they never really grew up with her okay so she just had like a whole different family Damn. experience entirely Damn, so that's they so all weird. got together yeah it's it's crazy it's a it's like the stories are really interesting because so was the mom still around no, she 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 passed a few years ago. Okay, but okay. you know, no questions. They, to her. they were all, yeah. There were no questions, and I don't <laughs> think a lot of them really wanted to. I I know she. I I think she. The the newfound sister really didn't want to know anything about the mother. She was okay. more interested in the siblings because that's you know they're the ones that were that she had grown up with. Because mm-hmm. because the mother just kind of like you know, like I said you know she would take off and. Yeah, kind of left. She her has bad situation. memories of the mom. She doesn't yeah. doesn't really yeah. care to know much about her anymore. I get that. Little little resentment, or well, quite a bit of resentment, I guess. But yeah, but it. Was, but other than that, it was just kind of interesting to see him try to piece everything together and and try to you know seeing the the memories that they had and how they coincided with each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was it was pretty good pretty good trip. Oh, and and good. then there was that alligator meat, which was the, the it topped it off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's the best part. I didn't give a fuck about seeing any of them. <laughs> fuck, that. <laughs> fuck that family. I wanted some alligator meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that. That sounds pretty good. You guys go to Disney World or anything? No, I was mad because I didn't get to go because they they wanted more to spend time with each other. So they were all God go damn. to each other's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, there's a da- there's a Dave and Buster's like a couple ways like a, a block down from a from the hotel. Uh huh. And I didn't even get, I didn't go to that. I didn't get to go to that because you couldn't I, even go to Dave that. Buster's, right? I couldn't even go to that. I was so mad because I couldn't do anything. Because I was like, "Can we oh. go to? Uh, let's go to." Uh, she's like, "We don't have enough time. We got to go to this. You know, we got to go to this person's house. To this person's house." Oh man, Damn. I was just getting madder and madder every day. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I want a divorce. We just married, but I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Let me divorce you while we're here, and then we'll get back together. And we're gonna go back. <laughs> Man, oh. I didn't even get, there was like they actually had a pool there at the, at the hotel. And I didn't even get to get in there. You through, couldn't even swim. I, I couldn't even go swim, and I was so. Oh. She was like, "It's too cold." I was like, "Dude, I'm from Washington." Jesus. <laughs> like, this yeah, is I know. Too cold to go swimming. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, I can handle this shit. This is fucking no problem. <laughs> I don't hate that shit, man. I hate that. Our cousins used to t- tell us that when we used to go to Texas, and it'd be like 70 degrees at night, and they'd be like, put on a jacket and, and mittens, and we'd be, we'd be in our like tank top and shorts. We're like, fuck, this is nice, wintertime, Christmas. And they'd be like, you guys are going to get sick. You know, put on this jacket. You put on your earmuffs. It's like, fuck, get that shit off. You know, like, it's like 70 degrees yeah, on It was, yeah, about? it was beautiful. It was great. It was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And they're like, ah, you guys are going to get cold. Frostbite. Call the car. Call the ambulance. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, that, it's 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 definitely different when you go to different places. But then again, you know, they can take the heat and we can't. We're pussies about it. Yeah, right? so. yeah, I almost, yeah, that's what I said last time I went down there. I almost died. Yeah. yeah. That heat, man. 
That There's heat, no I mean, that humid heat is what'll fuck us up. So, oh yeah. Well, it sounds like a good time. I mean, I was just stuck here. I'd start watching a show called Luther. Have you ever heard of that one with Idris Elba? I haven't heard that one. I know I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Like I remember they we the average they had a couple of advertisements for it. Mm-hmm. But I never the, watched it though. That guy's a you know that guy's a really good actor. I mean, for a Brit, no, I'm talking for a Brit. <laughs> for somebody British, he's actually good. No, um, he's actually you know he's the guy who, like plays Heim, the Heimdall on on like Thor. Remember he's a gatekeeper, mm-hmm. but you know he, he's a good actor. He, he's he does a lot of good stuff and. He's basically a detective, and he, you know, he tries to figure out crimes, and he's really smart. You know, of course, it's not going to be some dummy that's in charge of the show, but <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be some Clouseau, you know, like Pink Panther type shit. But um, it was, it's very good. You know, it's it's very well done. You know, the stories are well done. It's it's a British show. It's on the BBC, but it's on HBO Max. The only problem, like always, is I have to watch that shit with subtitles, man. I cannot understand <laughs> fucking no, a lot of yeah, the things they say. Yeah, <laughs> I try to do it. I'm trying to do it. I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> I have to rewind it. And, <laughs> yeah, I was, I just suck with these accents, man. I just, I just don't. Yeah. I just can't listen to it. I just can't do it. But um, again, Idris Elba, he's a great actor. I, I, you know, he's been in a lot of good stuff. I actually liked him because I never read like all those Dark Tower books. Did you watch? Did you watch oh, that yeah. movie? He was, yeah, he was in the Dark Tower. Yeah, yeah. See, he was on. I, he was on the Office, was he? Was he that? Yeah, he, that come yeah. He came on the Office a little bit on the American one, a little bit. Remember? Yeah, and like he chased off basically Michael Scott, and then yeah, he, yeah. He was like company. really. Remember, he was all like hardcore. <laughs> he was all like straight arrow. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know he's but you know he he does good. He does good work. I think he was in that um, movie with a. Uh, he was in The Wire back in the day. Remember that show, The Wire. Oh, you know that's one I never watched. Yeah, you know I haven't watched it. I saw a few episodes, but uh, you know everyone tells me to watch it. and I feel like it's dated now. It's like 19 years old, but everyone tells me how great it is and it's got real good yeah. reviews. But I just I just like can't every, bring myself to watch it. it. Yeah, every white person always tells me how great. it is. the same year, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, have you watched The Wire? I'm like, what the fuck are you asking me that for? They're like, oh, I thought you liked it. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So then I'm like, oh, you know, it's minorities and stuff. I'm like, motherfucker. No, it's, I, yeah, every, yeah, I usually get that too. But um, I was going to say, he was in the, the show with um, Denzel Washington, American Gangster. Remember, he's a little bit in that one. He was oh, one, okay. You remember yeah. when, when Frank, you know, he shoots him, he's like doing the street, you know, he's his rival, and he's like, what are you going to do, Frank? You're going to shoot me right here? And Denzel Washington just looking at him, just pulls out his gun, boom, shoots him right in the head. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Isn't it going to be like a, um, a 007? You know, they've talked about that, but you know how it is, man. 007 oh. has to be a white guy. You know, it's it's kind of always been the thing. They talk, they've they've talked thought, about they wanted him to. Like the next one or something like that. They've, they've talked about it. I don't know if it is. You know, I'll tell you the truth. I I've heard that they wanted to, and then some people are like, oh, he's too old, you know, because he was, uh, he'd be like, you know, 49, he's like 49, or he's going to be 49 this year or something, so, um, you know, I, I don't know, maybe if they are, maybe he will be, but he's, he's he was not Hobbs and Shaw, he was the bad guy in Hobbs and Shaw, did you watch that one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Remember that? that? Good one. Yeah, he was he was the bad guy in that. So Brixton. So you know he's he's been in a lot of good stuff. You know he's he's a good actor. But the show Luther's pretty good. I, I recommend watching it. as long as you don't mind subtitles, because <laughs> that's the only way I can see it. <laughs> but no, it was good. It was it's good. Did you watch the whole thing or did? I'm you... um, on I'm on season two or they, how do they mm-hmm. call it in England uh, series two. So because <laughs> they only yeah. have like six episodes, right? Well, no, the, like like one one season has like 
five. Then one season has let's see, one season one season has like six. First season has six. Second season mm. I think has six. No, it has four. Third season has four, and then fourth season has two episodes. <laughs> And then, yeah. the, and then the last season has four. So I don't that's know what it is. Don't like about, yeah, that's one thing I don't like about the British shows. They're like their seasons are really short. And it's not just that, but I mean, there's it. It started in 2010 and it ended in 2019, and it's only five seasons. So they didn't do it every year. They don't do it every year. So oh yeah, they're, yeah. They're and, and so I've I've, I've heard some of the shows. producers, some of the producers have, have like had a, some of the American producers go down there and like hey, like say hey, can you talk to the studio heads here? You know, talk them into why we need to do these consecutive years. You know, because they don't. I I I really don't know. I've just been like hearing about it, and I've seen some of these shows where they're not every year, unless it's like Doctor Who or something. You know that, you know where they where it's mm. every, basically almost. Well, that one even took a couple breaks, but they don't seem to do it like every year. I I don't know. I, I'm really not a. I, I don't know British shows that well, man. I'm just. Mm. It's just weird though. This it's weird that there's not a a consecutive amount of episodes. You know, it's it's been nine years. You know, five seasons and only twenty one episodes total. So it's like, <laughs> I know. That's like that's like, that's like one season of the X Files, man. <laughs> you know, just, and there's like ten seasons, man. You know, it's like it's like fuck. Like I I actually started watching the X Files again. I'm like mm. on season two, but man, it's just so many fucking episodes. There's like twenty four episodes a season. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I mean, fuck. yeah, it gives you plenty to watch. That's why I don't. That, uh, the British show has to be really good in order for me to watch it. Cause that's what I'm saying. Just that, it's like they don't. Yeah, there's no consistency, and there's like hardly any. They don't really provide a lot for, for the for the watcher. Yeah, I don't know, man. This one's a good one, so I, I recommend checking it out if you got time. So, so uh, uh, and another thing that's kind of weird, I man. We haven't been on for a couple weeks. We got a new president. You see that? Oh, that's right. We do. We yeah, do. man. It's Mr. Biden. It's weird. Biden. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be I, I, yeah. I'm. I know this is weird to say because I, I really was upset with him, but I'm gonna actually miss him now that he's gone. You gonna miss Trumpster. Donald? He made it exciting. He did. You know, like there was always something going something on. Something to talk about. There was always something to talk about. He always he always made some sort of you know crazy. It was I don't know. It's like watching comment. <laughs> <laughs> it was like what's the only thing is the bad is like he was affecting us, you know, to the point where it was yeah. like actually, you know, it was like well, it was actually hurting people. So but it was entertaining to watch. It was like a, just a circus, and you're just like, what's gonna happen next? You know, we haven't talked for a while, you know, like because you've been gone. But you know, the insurrection you seen at the White House. I mean, this is old news for a lot of people here. But you know, the White House thing was crazy, man. That was that was crazy. Yeah, it's like. I'm glad well, there wasn't more people hurt. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I'm I glad there wasn't it, more it, deaths. At first, I thought it was just kind of silly and dumb what they were doing, but then, like, when they actually started getting into what was actually going on inside, yeah, it was actually kind of creepy. Like they were they were talking about like taking people hostage, maybe even killing people. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's hanging. Not cool. They were, it, yeah, and they were you know they wanted to hang the vice president and. Yeah, I'm that's like, not cool, man. The guy with the like, zip ties, the you see that? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I don't know, man. This guy's this... been watching too much fake news. Too much I, fake news. I, I don't in know, In order to man. get that crazy. Yeah, that that wasn't cool. I, I didn't like that at all. And then I, but... Well, when I got back, well, a lot of people... A lot of people were actually coming in and buying, like, propane gas tanks. Um 
like supplies every a lot of before that before uh before the inauguration. Why uh, is that? They were because a lot of them were freaked because they all of them were were convinced that there was going to be martial law and that all the power was going to be shut down to control all the crazy havoc that was going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah, I I had maybe four or five customers come in and tell me that I need to prep and prepare because you know uh, um, martial law is going to come in. Trump's going to take over, and that he's going to have he's going to be killing off all the all the Democratic Party and anybody oh, wow. who opposed him. And I was like, okay, <laughs> have fun with that. Yeah, damn. <laughs> so yeah, and people were like, they were, they were scared. Like on the on the twentieth, they were like. Every you know, like the, the like a week before, every week people were coming in. It's like, hey, you better you better, you know, stock up because uh, that's what I'm doing. Because you know, yeah, it's just this gonna, is happen, gonna happen, and I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be prepared. There's people came in buying just <clears throat> tanks and tanks of, of propane gas. Shit, and just a lot of barbecues ready. Just get, yeah, well, I think they were you know they're trying to keep warm for the winter because they thought the whole world was gonna end. Yes, jeez. Well, I wonder where they, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to ask where they're hearing this from. There's so many places to hear things that are weird and stuff. Not this then, show. This show yeah, is only and the then truth. Was, it's all truth here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like the uh, the QAnon conspiracy thing that was going on. And then like I, I remember watching Alex Jones was like basically ripping on QAnon because the guy comes in and says all this shit and nothing ever happens. I know. It's all just bullshit. And, you got a lot of and, people to believe it. He did, and they were basically. I think it got to the point where they're saying like, "Well, um, that Trump's been compromised, and they're and they're and he's not he's not the Messiah anymore." And, and then they're like, "What the fuck?" I thought all these years, four years, you were talking about how he's the Messiah. Exactly, he's the one that's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna save all all the little children. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, he's yeah, gonna, he's gonna kick undo, arrest all the Democratic the cabal. Yeah. that's doing all this shit. He's gonna he's gonna save the world, and mm-hmm. then now all of a sudden he's not. Now all the shit they've been talking about didn't come true, yeah. and even Alex Jones is calling you on your shit. And if, at that point, you got to start asking yourself, why am I still believing this? <laughs> if Alex is the one, if Alex is actually giving, yeah, up on if it, Alex yeah. is the voice of reason, then something is wrong with you. That's yeah. <laughs> something yeah. is wrong with you. <laughs> You're not thinking. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of people on Twitter that are like complaining, like you said, like. Like man, I believed into this, and none of this happened. And I even have a guy I worked with that same thing. He's like, he was like, man, you, he's like telling me, you know, we're texting. He's like, you gotta tell me you believed in the QAnon. I'm like, no, I did not. You know, I, I, did, I honestly did. I mean, I, I said I even did a show on it. I didn't feel like this was really realistic. And he was like, man, he goes, I'm, I feel so let down. He goes, I, I wanted to believe in this and that. I'm like, I get that mentality. You know, I want to believe a lot of stuff too, but. I just can't believe everything, you know. I wish I could, and yeah, and I I understand because you want. It's, you, it's human I mean, you nature. hope. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. Yes, I want the kids to be free. No, I don't want human trafficking. I don't want kids sold in the sex yeah. slavery. I yeah. get that. I'm with that. But this guy that was putting, you know, like Trump on a pedestal that he was a you know the Messiah type person or you know he was just some mm. savior. I was like, man, I I just don't believe. I just. That's the part that got me. I was like, you know, I don't feel that. And if I'm wrong, I'll be glad to be wrong. You know, if he yeah. if he outs all these people, fuck yeah. You know, get all these bad people that are hurting kids. You know, no problem. I'm I'm behind that. But yeah. a lot of people are let down by it. Yeah, and 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 I like I said, like, it's human nature to want to think that you know something that everybody else doesn't. Like you know, mm-hmm. like you're in in the know. 
Exactly. And so, you know, people and, and when you get to that point where they you got suckered in and you believe it, it's so hard to just let it go. It, it admit yeah, admit that you're wrong. Exactly. And it so is. You just have to you just have to hold on to it. You know, exactly. you just have to you have to you have to double down. And I and I get There's, I get why they're they're so angry and confused. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like when it's just like religion. It's the same yeah. thing. It's, exactly. That's why. That's why I kind of call it a cult because that's that's what it feels like. Because you you yeah, you're so involved and so in, in enthralled in this this one person, and you believe everything he tells you, and you believe all these weird things that are coming out of nowhere, and just, just like oh you know this and this this is happening, and you're and you you've you've clung on to the craziness for so long you can't let go because it, then you're yeah. then you're crazy too. Then you're it's, a fool. It's, it's been so ingrained in your brain. Yeah, you just it's, some people just can't let it go. Remember we were talking about just. The Heaven's Gate, you know, those guys that got out of it and after they died, they, those other people who didn't die, who had quit like yeah. a year or two before, they still like, man, I got to join them. And they killed themselves too, you know? like Yeah. Even, yeah, there's survivors that still, I wish, you know, I wish, I wish it was back the way it was. I wish yeah. I could still believe again. It, 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 it I can, I can see. It, it's an outlet for some. That. I get that. It's yeah. an outlet for some. You know, it's like gives them something to believe in, right? People want something to believe in. They say that people who are religious live longer than people who are not because, like, if you get a diagnosis for cancer or something, they they pray more and they have more feelings. And and they actually live longer. There's scientific studies that show that they live a little bit longer than those who are atheists. So I get it. Yeah, because they have something to believe on. They have something to to keep them going. The will to live is is, is a lot stronger. I'm not going to say a lot stronger, but it is stronger. So very interesting. Interesting, but you know things have changed. You know we we took it we took it four years ago when Obama left. Donald came in. We took it. Now we gotta take it with Biden here. So let's see what happens. Hopefully yeah. it's all good. Let's see what happens. Hopefully he does good things. I don't know, but if he's doing shit things, I'll, I'll call him on it too. You know what, I'm... Biden? If you're listening, subscribe. <laughs> We'd love to have you. You know Donald, even you, man. You want to subscribe? We'd love to have you too. I'd, I'd, I'd have Donald have at my you. table. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do an interview. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd love that. Tell us about how you saved the world. Yeah, I would, man. His next plans. All right, let's move uh, on, man. Fuck this. All right, let's get back to the crazy stories. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, we're going to do shit on the internet. We'll see you okay. guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is El Sancho's Restaurant, the only restaurant that satisfies you like no other place in town. Try their new variety of Mexican cuisine, like their delicious enchiladas, their spicy caldo de camarón, and everyone's favorite, their savory taco del carnesada. Come and experience the passion that goes into their food. Hello, I'm Pedro Navajo, owner, lover, and giver of pleasure of El Sancho's restaurant. I will make sure that your every desire is fulfilled. And if you're not satisfied, then you can get the fuck out of my restaurant. Pinche pendejos, no me va la verga. Oh, your food is too spicy. Larg it away. I see your little comments on Google review. Fuck you. When I find you, I promise. You will not feel pleasure. Uh, all right, Petrol, settle down. So come on down to El Sancho's restaurant, located at 1101 12th Avenue, next to the Pink Taco. Man, these fucking Mexican restaurants are everywhere. All right, so she on the internet. Let's get back to some more weird news, none of this real stuff. So a woman thought a box of Fun Snaps contained sweets, but yet she discovered it was fireworks after a series of explosions occurred in her mouth. So... <laughs> So, I mean, have you ever inadvertently put salt in your coffee instead of sugar? I mean, I'm sure you've made mistakes, right? We all make mistakes, right? So now you understand Lisa Boothroyd's plight. 
Boothright was out buying food items for her neighbors at a local market when she spotted a multicolored package of Fun Snaps on the shelf. This sounds okay. like some British shit. So, so <laughs> what are fi- <laughs> so what are fireworks doing on a supermarket shelf in the first place? Your guess is as good as ours. Nevertheless, moments after consuming the Fun Snaps, a string of many explosions took place in her oral cavity. So she says, I remember the moment I crunched down on a handful of sweets, you know, sweets, you know, air quotes, and instantly mm-hmm. felt explosions in my mouth. I felt a burning pain straight away. I'm still in agony and, and nearly lost a tooth after I cracked from the explosion. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that moment I crunched down was terrifying. I had, a, I had no idea what was happening. I felt explosions in my mouth followed by burning pain. The fun snaps were with all the other sweets and the packaging was similar. So it was an easy mistake to make. I just is keep she, thinking... Are you talking about those little those little ones that you throw on the on the cement and they pop? No, no, no. That, like the, this the, is the like some British shit, man. Some fun snaps. This must be. Uh, oh, oh yeah, the fun. I think they had. I think those are what. Um, I don't know. It says a box of fun snaps. You know, it's thought they contained sweets. So I think, yeah, I think they were those ones, those little pop it type things. Remember? Yeah, that's what they are. Like poppets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She put those in her mouth, man. Because <laughs> they're little, it's paper. I know. Why did she I, eat she, that? But they were in the candy section, so she fucking feel, figured that they were just candy. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, it's been thirty days since the incident, and she claims that the burns have healed through, and she's waiting on employment to fix the injuries to her teeth. So I, she, the, the thing that I get from her. That I agree with is she's saying, "What if a kid would have grabbed this and done the same thing? You know, that would have sucked." A kid would be smart right? enough if a to kid not do that. I think she's. I, I know, <laughs> but but you know, maybe the kids you don't want candy like her, right? They're like, "Fuck it, it's gonna pour it in your mouth," you know. <laughs> so, true, true. I mean, because it could, they could maybe she thought they're like the pop rocks. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck this lady's thinking, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of that that, that she thought maybe they were pop rocks. Yeah, I I don't know, but. I, I would have been questioning like paper inside of there. I mean, yeah, and then they probably didn't taste. The thing is, because it's like a, basically like a gunpowder. I know, <laughs> I know. What it is. I was, like it wouldn't have tasted good. Like as soon as you put it in your mouth, it would have tasted pretty bad. But the thing is, it sounds like she and, grabbed a handful of them and just popped them in. Like it just yeah. started like, chewing on them. Like yeah, uh, like 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 we do with popcorn. You know, you get a handful of popcorn, you pop it in your mouth. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I know. It's just this 500-pound lady who just doesn't even watch what she throws in her mouth. I, know. I thought these were she's, peas. I was eating healthy. You know? She just <laughs> guzzles down half a ham and just yeah. like, oh, I need something. Yeah. To need to wash it down. A little sweetness after this hand wash it in some gallon of, Fucking gravy. Gallon of Coca-Cola and wash it down. <laughs> Coca-Cola and gravy. <laughs> no. So anyway, well, right. I, I, I got a story here from Beaverton, Oregon. So a car thief who found a toddler in the backseat of a stolen vehicle drove back and chastised the mother for leaving the child unattended before taking off again with the Damn. vehicle. <laughs> yeah. So the woman, the woman went into the grocery store, was about 15 feet away from the car, uh, leaving her four-year child, four-year-old child inside the vehicle while the engine running and the vehicle was unlocked. Um, a store employee told authorities that the woman was in the supermarket for a few minutes before someone began driving away with her SUV. Once the thief realized that the toddler was in the back seat, he drove back and then berated the woman for leaving the child unattended. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Told the woman <laughs> told the woman to take the child and drove away with the stolen vehicle. 
<laughs> what an honest guy. I'm not taking the kid. I'm not getting in trouble for this kid. I'm just taking the car. <laughs> but yeah, it's like how he's like lecturing her about yeah, you, being a bad person. You you're, a bad, you're a bad person. <laughs> Stupid bitch. You fucking left the kid here. <laughs> trying to steal this car and you're fucking up my day. In, 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 <laughs> the, in the car I'm trying to steal? What the fuck, bitch? <clears throat> Can you imagine? He probably saved the kid then, right? Probably not, because he was uh, the the people that worked there said she was only there for a couple minutes just to grab some real quick and then. Oh, okay, so it was real out. fast. Yeah, so okay. like it's not like she was, you know, the kid was out there for like a half hour and then okay, okay. she was only okay. in there for like a few minutes, for like a minute or two. Gotcha. And was about to go back out when the <laughs> the car got stolen. Jeez. <laughs> he's stupid. He's all mad at her. <laughs> yeah. Fucking up my day. But, but they ended up finding the vehicle a couple hours later. Um, but they're still searching for the the the, the thief. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe leave another car, a kid in the car, and he'll steal that one, and then you'll catch him. <laughs> <laughs> That's his kryptonite. He's fucking stealing cars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, that's good. So I got this story here in Pennsylvania. A Hallowtown woman accused of stealing cigarettes and mentos from a gas station convenience store tried to flee in an ambulance, but couldn't drive it, a borough police said. So Antoinette Froyland, 19, was stopped by police early on the af- afternoon on January 7th as she got out of the ambulance and was arrested once a store employee identified her as a thief, police said. So she was at the 1100 block on Furnace Street in Hallowtown facing charges, including felony and robbery attempt of theft of a movable property. So what happened was this happened a little bit before 1 p.m. on January 7th at Sitco gas station. An employee reported a woman later identified as Froyland walked into the store, went behind the counter and grabbed two packs of cigarettes. When Froyland was confronted by the employee, Froyland pushed the employee away, grabbed four rolls of Mentos and ran out. So I guess, I guess the Mentos were fucking, I guess that was the good shit, man. That's the stuff she really wanted. <laughs> So, about a block away from the store, she got into an ambulance and tried to get away, but she couldn't operate it. So, you know, of course, instead of trying to run, she fucking stayed trying to op- trying to take off in the ambulance. But they got her. You know, they. <laughs> I, I, I think if I got in the ambulance and I couldn't drive it, I'd fucking take off on foot. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck this ambulance. I'm out Yeah, here. but it's, it's like she got handcuffed to it or something. Like, she wouldn't. You know, the cops came and she was there. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So four Mentos and two cigarettes later, this girl's gonna get all these charges on her. So that's that's. Uh, I hope it's worth it. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, Mentos, man, maker. I haven't eaten Mentos in like twenty years. Are those still good? Yeah, those are good. I I still buy them. You still buy them? God, oh, it's been so long. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, so I haven't she, bought them like recently, but I I think it's I, I know I I think I've, it's probably been like maybe two months since I bought bought a Mentos. I like I used to like the flavored ones. Yeah, those are good. The, yeah, like, those, those are ones pretty I'll good get. too. Remember when we were younger, they used to have those Mentos commercials, and they were like all from Europe. They were like all weird. <laughs> they were like oh, I all know. from like. Remember they were like from France and Belgium. Yeah, and, they were super cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> they were stupid. Like all these cars we never seen before. They were like Peugeot. Well, we and... <laughs> I know when the kids were younger, we used to put them in the Diet Coke, and then it would like, foam up like really big. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's and like, yeah, I would awesome. I'd buy a bunch of diet diet coke from the dollar store and what like Mentos and and we go in there just throw Mentos in there and like in the backyards. Just <laughs> <laughs> let them go. Yeah, that's, they they loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's good shit. It's cheap cheap entertainment. Yeah. All right, so I got a story here. Uh, a this smells like my vagina candle that Gwyneth Paltrow peddles on Goop 
exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the product in a contest. She says, The candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere, Jody Thompson, 50, told the outlet. Um, I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in my room, the media consultant from uh, Kilburn, North London, added. So Thompson, who lives with her partner, David Snow, said that they threw the flaming candle out the door. I could have burned the place down, she says. It was scary. It was scary at the time. Funny looking back, that Gwyneth, Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room, she said. <laughs> so Gwyneth's vagina <laughs> exploded in my living room. Yeah, it smells like my vagina. So, um... <laughs> This is like a oh my god! This is a seventy five dollar candle. Gwyneth Paltrow's pussies cost seventy five dollars. It's yeah, the smell of it anyway. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Damn! Why is it so much? Does it, do we know? Well, she well that's what I think. She just sells a bunch of fancy shit on there. You know, like she sells like a bunch of weird shit on there. Really? And just yeah, it just has a. It's a. It's usually a lot of like a alternative medicine kind of stuff. Yeah, but the candle smells like a pussy. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, you know, people people fucking buy crazy shit. People buy that Supreme shit. They'll buy like a brick that says Supreme on it for like hundreds of dollars. Oh really? I don't know. So, I, mean, I I can see people buying it. Well, the, the lady won in a contest. Yeah, so she won it. She it didn't like, blow up. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially like it makes such huge flames. <laughs> the way, <laughs> like a fucking like it's made of it's made of like dynamite. Damn. Pussy's on fire. Yeah, Pussy's I don't know. fire. Do you, do you know anyone personally that, that has that candle or that will admit it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'd. If I did know them, I probably would stop uh, associating. Well, you know, I mean, you know, you might have a you might have a coworker that you can't, you know, that's just annoying as fuck, and like, hey, guess what I bought, you know, and then you, you have to hear about it. I mean, you can't do anything like about it. Fucking pussy, their pussy candle. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they want to spend seventy five bucks on a shitty. Candles that smells like pussy. I mean, I guess I guess that's their thing. Yeah, I know, know seventy five dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money for fifty bucks. I'll let you smell my cock. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm saving you, saving you money. Yeah, I'll save you money. I'll let you. I'll even let you tug it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, we come back. We're gonna do. I can't believe it's not Google. We'll see you guys in a little bit. And we're back. So it's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, uh, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week we got Bruce from uh, Idaho, and he says, "I have a girlfriend. I was and I was at my friend's house. My friends are siblings. The three of us were hanging out. At some point, the brother went to drive to the store while I was in the living room. His sister, who I'll call Emily, was showering. Oh, I heard a crash from the bathroom." She was in after she turned the shower off. She, she didn't respond to me, so I went in, and she was on the bathroom floor unconscious. She was naked. Hmm. I was about to call emergency line when she woke up. I helped her stand up. I gave her a towel. I put I put it on her, and I helped her walk to the couch to sit down. 
and then I brought her some clothes. She got the she got the help she needed afterwards and thanked me. So I told my girlfriend <clears throat> that my friend fainted in the bathroom, Uh-oh. and she asked if she was naked, <clears throat> and I said yes. She started asking why I didn't help her from the outside of the bathroom and was upset that I saw her naked. She wanted me to stop being friends with her now that I know what she looks like naked. And I've been refusing. She's worried that I will now picture her naked whenever I see her. What should I do about this? Fucking drop your girlfriend. Jeez. That's such a stupid thing to think of. Ah. That you you gotta like really be self conscious, you know, not have any uh, what's the word, you know? Any confidence in yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. She lacks confidence. I mean, that's 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 so stupid. It's not like it was a sexual thing. It'd be different if he had, you know, had sex with the the sister or something. Or, But it was a emergency, you know. Something was wrong. I think this woman, like, you can't reason with her at all. For her to yeah, ask that is wrong. Yeah. Especially in that position. Because you're not really, you're not thinking about sex. Mm-mm. You're not thinking about her being naked. <clears throat> if someone faints and, and they're all fucked up and, you know, they can't even, can't even get up. Yeah. You're, you're not thinking about. You're not thinking about, you know, like, oh, man, I, mean, I wonder if I can slide my dick in there while she's, you know. Yeah, I know. And, unless you're, like, a psychopath. But, I mean, the guy's... The guy's not like he is. Was, doesn't yeah, sound like he is. The guy was concerned. Yeah, the guy was concerned, you know, what he wanted to make sure this person was was uh, helped and taken care of. Mm-hmm. And to be to be at that point where this girl doesn't want you to see this another person again because you might picture them naked, that's just weird. That's crazy. You know, I think I've told you. I don't remember if I've said this on here, but I used to have a friend, and he had a girlfriend that was like that. And I remember they were gonna watch a movie. I think it was House of a Thousand Corpses. And at the beginning, that chick is dancing in, like with in a see-through shirt. You know, like she's uh-huh. just dancing at the beginning. You know, at the credits, and she stops it. She's like, "Turn it off." She's like, "Take it back." He's like, "What?" He goes, "We're not watching this movie." He's like, "Why?" Is this? He's like, "There's naked women in it." And he's like, well, you better give me five bucks. You know, this is like back in the early 2000s. She's yeah, like, you better give me five shit, bucks. Man. Yeah, she like wouldn't let him watch it because it, it was a naked woman. You could see her nipples. And so she's like, and so I know there's people out there that are like that. I mean, that's nutty, man. That's crazy. Yeah, something like that. that something like that. That girl's got problems and you're never going to, she's never going to get past them. Yeah. I had a friend like that who was really jealous and they married. And I think they're Oof. still together, but I, I don't think she's as jealous as she used to be. I think after she had a couple kids, it kind of she settled down. Okay. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think I could be with somebody who was that fucking controlling. No. You know that would. Be would it, where I, would it end? Yeah. I mean, what, you get when you can't masturbate now. You can't like be by yourself and look at porn. Or there's there's a lot of women who don't like who who consider that who say that like that you're like, cheating on me if you what if you masturbate. It's yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't yeah, imagine like, that. I can't imagine like that being cheating. I don't know. That's what they say. They say if you masturbate, you're cheating. And it's like, pfft. like I'm not stopping you from masturbating. I don't consider you cheating on me if you masturbate. I mean, yeah. But that's that's there's a lot of there's a lot of people, guys and girls, that are like that. But it sounds like in this case, that girl's nuts, and you should just break up with her because it's not going to get any better. It's just a glimpse, just a glimpse of yeah. how she, how crazy she that's- is. That's a red flag. Oh, that's, that's a, a big one, man. Yeah, that's like you need to drop this bitch because she's nuts. I mean, he, like you said, she's he's he's there for her well-being, making sure she's okay. I mean, if mm-hmm. what if she was the one that fell on the floor? I mean, yeah, she would want some help. 
Even if she was naked. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't know. It just that's, that's a bad red flag, and I think he needs to move on. Just needs to move on. I, or, I, yeah, I would I would leave the girl you're with, and if the girl that fell in the bathroom was pretty hot, I would start talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> You've already seen her naked. You might you as well have, just yeah. go all the way. Yeah, you might and, as well. Yeah, a, yeah. Just tell her we're gonna do it an hour later. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Why I wait? Seen you naked. Why yeah. wait? Yeah. yeah. Hey, might as well finish the job, right? Yeah, I know. You should be thanking me for helping you. This is how you should. Help me. <laughs> so. I think I know how you could thank me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Shower time. <laughs> yep. You know where I'm going, woman. Yeah, I, I, this is bad. This is bad. But <laughs> yeah, move on, man. Just move on. This is not worth it. Yeah, you're you're, bring, you're gonna be better off finding someone who's not so insanely jealous. All right, so that's going to be the end of the show. We're going to wrap it up, and but stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we're going to talk about fake Frank Dukes. Dukes. Uh, the guy from Bloodsport, for those who don't know. The movie Bloodsport. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear this one. So we'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks for everyone coming back to the dark web. So this is a little different. You know, we're not doing anything really crazy or creepy here or anything like that. This is a little bit fun, you know. This is something that I grew up with. The movie Bloodsport. Did you ever watch that? Do you remember Bloodsport? I do remember Bloodsport. That was one of my favorites. Oh, God. I, I saw this so many times in the 80s on VHS tape. We had it recorded, and <laughs> I don't know how that tape didn't wear out. Because I, I really liked this fighting, you know. There was a lot of that old type it was of a, karate. was good. Yeah, it was a fun movie. They had all these different styles. and Yeah, was that's like, what made it cool, right? Compete, yeah, compete against each other. It was pretty good. It was. We hadn't seen that. You know, all the, all, all the type of movies we saw was like Kung Fu Theater and Bruce Lee. And it was always just, you know... Chinese versus Chinese or Japanese versus Japanese, but this was like you said, all the different styles. So it was it was unique. So this movie was based on the real life events of Frank Dukes and his underground tour- tournament called the Kumite, where there was mm. the rules were simple to win: make your opponent submit, throw him out of the ring, knock him out, or kill him. That's that's how you win. So real easy, right? Yep. Not, yep, yep. Not, not complicated. So who was Frank Dukes? So Frank William Dukes was born April 6, 1956 in Toronto, and he moved to California at the age of seven. He ended up joining the U.S. Marine Corps, and he was a reserve from 1975 to 1981. So just to be clear right, right off the bat, there's no record showing that he served overseas nor receiving any awards or decorations of any kind, okay? So I'm just going to say it off the bat, okay? <laughs> So he's like made this up yeah. or no, no, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to get into it. But I'm telling you why there's okay, no okay. records of him ever going overseas or receiving any awards. Okay. okay. All right. So even with that information, Duke said he was deployed to Southeast Asia and Vietnam. Again, like I said, no records. So 
He claims that one, he is one of the most decorated veterans of, of Vietnam, gaining awards of valor and self-sacrifice in clandestine operations behind enemy lines, as well oh as God, the Medal of Honor. A, okay, this guy's so, a universal soldier. This guy is fucking the best soldier ever, and I'm going to get into that. <clears throat> so he does have a photo of himself in uniform with his medal decorations. You can see it. It's online. The problem mm. is the medals are out of order. And the Medal of Honor was actually a version given to the U.S. Army serviceman, def- despite the fact that he's a Marine. So when they asked mm-hmm. him about why he has the wrong medal, he said the military never explained to him why that was issued to him. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> he later said that the uniform uniform was a Halloween costume. Then he later said that he never said anything about a Medal of Honor in the first place. So. <laughs> So the story kept changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, so could, okay, so, but there are records showing that he did get an injury when he was in the service. And it was when he fell off the truck he was painting. So, <laughs> so <laughs> he, he cut did himself get hurt. Like shaving potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he did get hurt. So So he recovered a, a recovered psychiatric evaluation from 1978 said that Dukes was quote prone to flighty and disconnected ideas. That's what an eval said about him. So when they asked, they asked Dukes about that, like they said, Hey, look what we found, you know, actual military records that said this. He says that the military had sabotaged his records as a conspiracy. So, you know, everything he's saying, the military is discrediting him as a, as a conspiracy. So poor Mm. Frank, but now let's get to martial arts. Okay. So the super secret Kumite, this martial arts tournament, he says it was held in the Bahamas in 1975. So in the Kumite, he won several world records. So a couple of them, one of them was for getting 56 consecutive knockouts. And the other with the fastest ever knockout of 0.12 seconds. So lucky for him, he said, lucky for us, I guess. He's the first person <laughs> that they allowed to ever publicly speak about the event. Okay. So. Oh, wow. He's that yeah. special. Huh? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. First one ever. Now, they, an official from the Ministry of Sports you know, in the Bahamas said it was impossible for a tournament of that scale to be kept a secret for so long. Right? He's saying that's bullshit. He's claiming bullshit. So mm-hmm. Dukes does have a picture posing with the Kumite trophy. But when you look at it, you know, it's, you know people inspected it, right? They found that the, the trophy had been purchased by him from a North Hollywood trophy shop, WR Moody Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they contacted the, the corporation, <laughs> W.R. Moody, and the shop even produced a receipt proving that he did purchase that trophy. Oh, my God. Okay, no, 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 no. Hold on. Frank says that it was it was all fabricated by his arch rival, Stephen Hayes. <laughs> so Stephen Hayes was a well-known ninja trainer from Ohio. Frank says that Stephen was out to undermine him. You know, because Steven wanted to have all this glory and, you know, yeah. so he, he made this all up, right? So <laughs> <laughs> so they said, okay, tell us about the, this, you know, the organization. It was He said it was the International Fighting Arts Association, the IFAA. They're the ones who sponsored the Kumite. So when journalists tried to, you know, contact the IFAA, they found the address that he had provided to them was also the address to his own home. <laughs> So, nice. Oh my god, this guy's too so, much. No, 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 hold on, hold on. He's, he's, he's gonna provide some proof. So, 
Uh, oh, in yeah, order yeah. to provide proof of, of all these fucking awesome things he's doing, he told his critics to look into Richard Robinson, who he says he met at the Kumite. So yeah. Robinson was like, remember in the movie Ray Jackson? Remember Jackson, the the big ogre, the guy who played Ogre in Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So initially, Robinson, you know, Richard Robinson backed up the Kumite story and saying that he was invited to fight because he was an undefeated street fighter and an undefeated high school wrestler. So I guess mm-hmm. high school wrestling is all you need to be invited to some fucking killer tournament. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Ogre, Ogre was saying this? No, 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 no. The guy who played, Ogre was portraying this Richard Robinson guy. So oh, the guy, okay, okay, I see. So yeah, yeah, Ogre was just using, that was him in the, in the real life. No, okay, he was, okay. <clears throat> so this guy was saying, you know, he was a high school wrestler and defeated street brawler, right? So that's why he was invited to the tournament. So uh. I guess I guess it was short on fighters. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But so when they pressed him on, on the story, Richard Robertson, when they pressed him on it, he changed the story when it was brought up that they knew each other from high school. But then when they pressed him more, they found out there was no records of Robinson even being in this high, same high school as Dukes. And then he <laughs> recanted his story of the Kumite of being, you know, after they found out that they weren't even high school classmates. He later uh-huh. said that he just knew Dukes from L.A. They were just buddies. <laughs> so it, wasn't, it wasn't even like everything he said. It was like he just kept going back in layers. You know, like, no, okay, no, no. So, <laughs> so another questionable character was Dukes' alleged ninjutsu master, Shenzo Tanaka. Remember Shenzo, the guy that trained him in the movie? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so so, so Duke says he was taken to Japan at 16 years old to be trained by Tanaka, who, according to Dukes, was a descendant of a warrior line of 40 generations long. Okay, so this guy was fucking been a fighter. All his family is 40 generations. Tanaka, he says, he says that Tanaka taught him the martial arts style called the Koka Yamabushi Wayu Ninjutsu. Okay? So they said, what happened to Tanaka? He says, I don't know. Duke says, I don't know what happened to him. Even though this guy fucking trained him, they were good buddies. But then he changed the story to say Tanaka died in L.A. and was buried by a ninja clan. Then he changed it and said that Tanaka died in Japan. So <laughs> so what's weird is 40 generations deep of a family name, you know, there'd be some type of records, right? You think? Martial yeah, you arts think, experts, yeah. something, right? But yeah, no, one's, no, one's, no one's been able to find any records of that, of his family or anybody like that with Shenzo mm-hmm. Tanaka. He, Dukes even says he doesn't even know what happened to the Tanaka's family either. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> so, That's just like his master, right? His trainer? Yeah, yeah, it was his master. Was the guy that showed, that trained him how to be this fucking badass fighter that was that awesome 329, his record. So here's what's weird. Duke's master had the exact, Shenzo Tanaka, is the exact same name as the ninja commander from a James Bond novel, You Only Live Twice. So... <laughs> So he mm-hmm. basically took the name from a move from a book and said that was his master. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when they brought it up to him, he's like, "That's a coincidence, you know, like that, like fake news, you know, that type of shit." No, no, <laughs> like, that's not real. Yeah, exactly. So let's, let's get to his awesome record. Okay, in 1980, know, Dukes was said out of 329 fights he took part in, his record was 321 wins, seven losses, one tie. That's 97% winning, right? Almost 98%. Man, That's... if you're going to lie about it, you might as well say you won all the fights. <laughs> so, later on, he updated it, and he revised it to 329-0. and 0. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> he revised that, man. He was no longer had seven losses or any, any ties. Oh, shit. He's just getting better as, yeah. as, as he ages. So he's got four. He's, he claims to have four world records. Okay, the fastest knockout, which was 3.2 seconds. Uh-huh. Fastest knockout with a KO, 0.12 seconds. Oh, fastest man. kick with a knockout, 72 miles an hour. That's fucking faster than cars, <laughs> man. <laughs> And then most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56. Now, think about 56 fights in one tournament. Like, are you fighting like... <laughs> and he knocked like out everybody, every, right? Yeah, I mean, are you fighting like... I mean, how many guys are in the tournament? Like, like 5,000? Like, well, how long is this tournament? It, it was like... Like, allegedly, it was like... It was like only it's a like few days. Like, a month long? Yeah, that's what... No, it was like a few days. So, I don't know how he fought 56 times in a single tournament. That's crazy. So here's a little blemish on all that, you know, overall dominance. In 1993, he attended a martial arts trade show and he got into a fight with kickboxer Zane Frazier. Now, according to witnesses there, Frazier convincingly kicked his ass. Mm. But Dukes later said that he was sucker punched by Frazier with brass knuckles. Right? So, so that, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was. Now, everyone at the fight said that didn't happen, right? Everyone around said, no, Dukes lost fair and square. But Dukes yeah. like, nah. Later on, in another interview, Dukes also says that 11 guys, with, with Zane Frazier, 11 guys jumped him, and he held them all off. Now, now, now keep in mind, he didn't say he won, right? Because there, there was 11 guys on him, so he guys, didn't win, yeah. but neither did they. They didn't beat him. He held them off. So He held them off. Okay. Yeah. So, so he so survived it, their attack. Yeah, he did, man. Like, I mean, he didn't get beat up. He, he held them off. Oh, okay. like. You have to see well, interviews with this guy. It's he's so fucking the best ever. But according <laughs> to he wrote a book and he said he was recruited by CIA director William J. Casey, who met Dukes uh, in the bathroom, like at a urinal. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> at a Kmart. <laughs> no. So he says he had many covert missions that he talked about, including one where he blew up a fuel depot in Nicaragua. Um, the worst thing is I see a you know, that every CIA, CIA officer that he claimed to work work with not only denied his claims, but none of them even remember him. Like, they're like, who? Who? <laughs> yeah, so usually the CIA doesn't, like, confirm or deny anything, but they said but with him, like, his stories, that they were so preposterous that they had to, like, say, deny him. Like, no. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we usually don't say shit, but we're going to say something now. No. Uh, you're mistaken, sir. Exactly. <laughs> There was a photo of himself with former Team SEAL leader uh, Larry Simmons in his book claiming that they were, quote, talking shop. But later, mm-hmm. you know, Simmons says, nah, we weren't talking shop. He says, Dukes is, is not an American warrior. He's a con man. That's what that's what Simmons said. So mm-hmm. I think I think Dukes was trying to, like, impress him. And Simmons was like, like, I'm a real fighter. Like, <laughs> like I've done missions, man. You're fucking full of it. Uh-huh. He also. What's that? No, go ahead. Uh, so Dukes also said his father worked for Mossad, which is the which are the Israeli assassins, and uh-huh. his father also joined the Jewish Brigade. Now the weird thing is, both of those factions formed years after Dukes claimed that his father had joined them. So it's like what the. Fuck? <laughs> so it was before they even existed. They- exactly. Yeah, he's saying that he was part, his dad was part of them, but they weren't even in, they weren't even around yet. So, due to his experiences, he was recruited. Now, this is according to Dukes. He was recruited as a special tactics instruction instructor, and is still consultant to over twenty-five foreign and domestic police and military agencies. So he he founded the the first Koga Yamabushi system of ninjutsu in the U.S. So he does have his own type of karate that he teaches. Mm-hmm. So, 
Remember, in the, I don't know if you remember, but in the movie, he went, you know, you want a sword, some special sword for the Kumite. So mm-hmm. Duke says he was gifted a sword, right, for winning. Mm-hmm. When they asked to see it, he says he couldn't produce it because he says that he had to, he sold the sword in a failed attempt to purchase the freedom of a boat full of orphans who were later rescued from pirates before the assassination <laughs> of Steven Seagal. So, <laughs> so, oh, this guy's too much. <laughs> No, uh, so you know they kept like I said, people kept questioning him years later about the you know claiming those medals that he won. And he he says, "Hey, I never fucking told you I won them." So like even the writer of Bloodsport, Sheldon Leddick, he's he's like, mm-hmm. "Man, you know, at first I thought this guy was a little off." He goes, "But like after all this shit, he goes, I knew he this guy was full of shit. Like he had too many holes it's, in his stories." This is too you crazy. Know? Yeah, he ended up like um. They were supposed to make a part two called Kumite, and he had, like, wrote the screenplay, but they didn't use it, and they ended up making the movie The Quest. I don't remember if you remember that one, Van Damme. It was supposed to be, like, more, like, people from different countries, which it was. The Quest was more, it was like that, you know, people from different countries, and they were fighting in different Uh areas around the world, and he ended up suing Van Damme for it, but, you know, but here's here's some last, here's the last couple, two things that just fucking I couldn't believe. So he says he'll he has a world record for breaking bulletproof glass with his fist. That's how. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like, he and he won a tug of war against sixty six people while only standing on one leg. So, so this is like random facts that he makes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, no, no. Hold on. He bested that record by beating a hundred people in Mexico City. You know, one leg. <laughs> hundred people on the end of the rope. They couldn't move him. So it's funny, like, we, you watch his interviews and he's talking and they're like, so, you know, you were basically like before the UFC, you were, you know, you were the man. Like, yeah, I was, you know, and then like, so right now with all the UFC fighters and everything now, do you think you would be a champion? Yup. I beat everybody. You know, he's like, not even, <laughs> he's like, like, no, like, and no one's on my level is basically how he talks. Nobody's uh, on my level. You know, it's just, he's like a God. Like he's Hercules. He's like a demigod. Yeah, you know, he's a human on earth. Mind. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Now keep it, you know, like he wears glasses now, and keep in mind he he did have like like a uh, tumor and stuff that he he actually recovered mm-hmm. from. So that's good for him, you know. He didn't die, he didn't die from any so is ailments. That, is that tumor is what caused him to lie so much? I, mean, like I, a- I I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to say. Oh, but I'm just telling you that you know he at least has overcome that. But he wears like you see him. He always wears sunglasses. People don't know if it's uh. true about the you know his his you know, his eyes really. Um, susceptible to light and it hurts him but I, I just feel like his stories no because his stories he was making these up even before he allegedly had the tumor oh okay so i mean those records you know i mean that many fights come on man fucking 56 well, and like, sounds so far-fetched like no, <laughs> it just <sighs> but here's the stupid thing here's the thing i feel the most dumbest about is i saw that movie like i'm serious like 500 times in the 80s in the um, 90s probably another like 400 and every time at the end, it always says it. From 1975 to 1980, Frank Dukes fought 325 matches. He retired undefeated. I'm thinking, and it had the records on And I never questioned that. I always just went with it. Like, I don't know I why. I never even realized it said that, that. Yeah, it says that at the end. At the very end, you know how at the end of the movie, like, yeah, you know, this guy ended up doing this and that. You know, it, it always kind of gives some information. And that's oh, what it said. I, I don't I even just, remember that. Yeah, I, I do. And I just, I don't know if I just didn't care, you know. Maybe I just, well, I, I mean, just, I, you, I'd rewind it to we're, the fighting again. Yeah, I, I mean, we were kids when we saw that. I, mean, we I know. A lot of shit. But I'm just thinking, like, how the fuck did I not question that? That's a lot of fights. 
Maybe I just didn't know anything, you know? I'm like, I'm like eight years old, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're eight, you believe anything. I mean, it yeah, just I'm, sounds awesome, so you want it to be true. Yeah, I was know? like, fuck, this guy's a badass. And it's just all the stuff he's talked about. Like, just reading into it and, like, watching his interviews, I'm like, this guy's nuts. Like, I can't. I don't know. I would I actually like movie. to watch. I'd actually like to watch a movie about him, like, his actual, like, life. I don't know how just, real like, it could making be. All these, because well, if, I mean, just making that shit up and just, uh, just I think it'd be interesting to see. I bet you he'd sue you know, like, whoever made it. He'd sue it for defamation. <laughs> he have, he'd have to, man. This guy, this guy is so, like, egotistically high. You know, he thinks himself as so good. So I'm telling you, man, he said he got beat up, and then he says he got jumped by 11 guys, and yeah. they didn't beat him up, but he held them all off. You know, <laughs> fuck, man, <laughs> that's. The, that's amazing, holding off 11 guys that are, you know, brawlers, that are all, like, fighters, you know? <laughs> How the hell? I, I don't know if I respect that or I just, you know, I just, I'm just impressed with the lie. I don't know. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. That reminds me of uh, Chuck Barris. Okay. Where he, they had made a movie about him called uh, in um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which is where he, he claims to do, like, all this shit. Like, he was, like, some sort of, like, uh, spy and... And like he, he like uh, he did like all these like like the, like the, the show was basically a front for him to do all these crazy, you know, spy game stuff. Oh really? Yeah, and like when he tells the story, like it, and in the middle of the in the movie, uh, there'll be people like who actually met him would talk about him and the stuff mm-hmm. that he would do. <laughs> okay. But it was basically a lot like this. It was a lot like this guy. It's really good. Like if you have a chance to watch it, uh, watch Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Okay. It's it's a really it's one of my favorite movies. That's that's that sounds pretty interesting. So it sounds like that's how Frank Dukes was. You know, he's basically yeah, like he's basically like yeah, same kind of thing where he just makes shit up and and nobody knows if it's kind of true. Uh, but a lot of people like would call him on the shit when he actually mm-hmm. when he actually says stuff. But he like he makes he he it's just like the stuff that he says is fucking crazy. Damn, I I didn't know that. I, I never I never heard anything about that. <clears throat> yeah, if you get a chance to watch you just you know watch it. If you like if you like this like the stuff like this, like that's a good one too. Okay. Yeah, I might have to check that out. I just thought Frank Dukes, man. I've man, been ignoring Frank, that Frank too long. Frank sounds sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if if you get the chance to watch any of his interviews, man, he's just this guy's just better than everyone. I mean he he was talking about how they wanted they paid him to pay, to kill Steven Seagal and he decided not to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> He saved Steven Gold's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They he was they wanted him dead, Steven Seagal dead, and you know it's just like it's like I can't really make this shit up anymore. Like this is too good. This is too good. It's too good. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. This was the stuff he claimed. Just like uh, it's it's awesome, man. It's great. Yeah, I kind of like people like that because it's they're like you know they're full of shit. But they're just entertaining. Yeah, you, know? you just so like hearing it. Like, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, you're telling me more. I mean, I don't believe you, but I, I want to know. I want to th- I want to hear what you what you have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because Jesus Christ, that's entertaining. Yeah, this is classic. This is good stuff. No, I I like it. Like I said, Frank Dukes, man. I mean, you made. I I enjoyed Bloodsport. It was you know you could just say yeah. that you made it up in your mind. Fuck, it's okay. <laughs> I said I'd, I'd love to see a movie about him and like just make just him like a documentary on basically his life and what how he you know like how he sees things and how other people perceive him. Mm-hmm. 
it'd be interesting to see. see it Doc would Bender. be. He's, it I'm would sure be. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the end for tonight. Uh, thanks for everybody for joining us here at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.